My name is Seth, and I'm with my brother Nathan. Nate, speak. I'm sorry, I'm eating a cookie. Uh, we're going to do the intro here? This is the introduction to a recording that we did at the Portable Media Expo on November 11th, 2005 at 10 a.m. No, 10.30 a.m. Pacific Time. I just had a chance to uh, listen to the, the recording. Uh, we sounded like we were both on speedballs, man. We but, were working within a time limit, so I do think we were thinking about that. We had that in mind, and we we, made we were going it. super fast. But but yeah. it, the recording's kind of cool. The, the recording has a different tempo than all I the other hear me now, to brother. It. I wouldn't know. Well, I don't haven't. just listen live when we go live. How about that? Hmm? So no editing here, right? You're not going to edit that at all. You're not going to take out anything embarrassing. I'm gonna I'm gonna put in a couple of good things that make me look good. I'm gonna talk about my time in Hawaii before. Well, no, no, we won't do that. We won't do that. But we'll uh, uh, no editing, uncut, uncensored, ready to go. So um, this was recorded live. Fees drive. Yes, live at the Portable Media Expo. Take it away, Seth and Nate. Take it away, brothers. <laughs> From the LA podcast, uh, or I'm sorry, well, let's it's do from our the uh, Portable Media Expo, we are podcasting live via the LA podcast free podcast or er, freeway series. We will have pictures on the blog. We have a huge LA podcaster sign pointing right down at our heads. Uh, I at think my the newly shaven is, head. Seth has a new yeah. clean bald head, um, which will be featured at the LA podcaster booth three one three all day. Lovely podcasters all day today. Everybody, come and check it out. We are recording our voices, our very high-pitched and uh, annoying voices. Some kind of tired, kind of tired voices, but I'm okay. I'm on okay. A, it's on a Marantz, a Marantz uh, 420 recording you, machine. You had to look it's at the serial number machine. for that? Uh, four You're two, a tech guy. You know the song stuff. No, I'm not a tech guy. I don't know why you would think that. We're going to record a special segment for our show and kind of... But it's going to be our I Love L.A. episode. Right. Because we love L.A. We are from the Midwest. Don't let yourself be fooled. We love L.A. Yeah. You know what? We're starting to really... L.A.'s getting under our skin, and we're starting to really love it. We have a top nine, a special top nine this week. Top nine L.A. greats. The greatest things about L.A. Personal favorites in the land of dreams. Top nine. Love it. Top nine, because nine is fine. Let's launch into it, man. Let's launch. Okay. Number nine, movie theaters. It has to be the best place for second-run movie theaters in the nation. Everywhere. The New the, Art. I'm New gonna, Beverly go Film Forum. There. Egyptian is one of the best theaters I've probably ever been to. Can't forget the Arclight just for cinema lovers. I remember a time, I mean, we are from a small town USA, Michigan, Upper, we are upper in, Peninsula. We are in, 
the epitome of small and, town USA. And yeah, we didn't even we get from. we didn't even get Godzilla on opening day. I mean, that is pathetic. Godzilla. That, we didn't even want to see it, but we kind of wanted to if it was there. I remember uh, Jurassic Park came out the first weekend, and that was a big that was a big special moment for us. That as, was a big deal as early movie lovers, but. But we really wanted to see Pulp Fiction, and that didn't come for about six weeks until the first, you know. But really, I mean, the movie theaters out here. It was awful. The movie theaters, they, I mean, they really celebrate their films out here. Uh, even Manchinese Theater. I mean, these oh, are, yeah, these are no. places that you could wax nostalgic about for you, hours. But they really do celebrate the movies out here. And, and that's wanna, a special treat. If you want to see uh, directors talking about their work, there really is no other better place. It's almost like live DVD commentary. You can see rough cuts of films that aren't even coming out for months. I mean, we saw right. History of Violence before. It was maybe a, maybe almost a year before it came and, out. And Cronenberg was sitting there with us. Cronenberg's there, just did in you, the back, you, just kind of biting his nails. <laughs> did you shake his hand, Thank you. Nathan? I did. I've shook his hand you, twice you, in my life. You've, shake, you've shaken okay, Cronenberg's and, uh, hand. And he's got a nice firm grip, and it's a single pump, just if anybody's <laughs> curious. Uh, so, uh, number eight. The landscape. In our top nine best things about LA, according to Hear Me Now, brother. Uh, according to a very valuable source here, Hear Me the Now. Landscape. The landscape. The every there's every line to, every kind of landscape is available within an hour's drive. This is almost in line with uh, just kind of filmmaking too. You need to have an ocean within distance where you carry a crew there. You need to have uh, the desert. Well, it's uh, oceans to the west, deserts all around, mountains to the east. City in the middle for almost every kind of urban locale you could ever need, from street level to skyscraper level to, you know, the very highs and the very lows. Personally, I would like to, uh, for future film work, I would like to work in Big Bear or somewhere in the mountains because it reminds well, there, me of Michigan, and I like to go there, home. There are places here that give you a very different feeling than what we have from the Midwest and uh, the Michigan area. It's Rocky Mountains. Here, uh, the desert is a startling I mean, just to see the cactus and all that stuff. I mean, it sounds... I mean, we, we had no experience of that before we came here. Right. When I was driving out here with a buddy of mine, he's like, "All I don't care about anything else. All I want to see is desert, man. I want to see desert, mother. I want to see a, a cow right. skull, man. That's all he wanted to see. He was, he was so used to farmland. So uh, that's the landscape. And, you know, I do think it's a real draw. I do think it's something you should want to see You know there's a here. plant in the desert where if you cut it, it's, it springs water. Do you know that? That's a cactus. Okay, number seven. Opportunity is key. Opportunity does knock. On every level. On every level. And any kind Dana, of field Dana you're Carby into. style. You, uh, there's doors everywhere. Uh, if you want to do something, you can do it. You know, the cliche is people come out here to live their dreams out, and usually it's dashed within about three weeks, and uh, they give up, and they work at Starbucks, and give up on everything. Or industry, and, sort of. Or, or end up working as a PA for 50 years, and then just, to, you know, retire to Florida. I think if be, you keep knocking on the doors, if you keep persisting, they'll open. I found so many different ways to get in to different opportunities if you just probe enough. So it's very exciting. Like Number that. six, chicks are chicks. out here. A lot, of, a lot of beautiful chicks in L.A. Uh, a lot of pretty girls in Los Angeles. Um, Can't help it. That's all I'm going to say. I, I wanted to make a special note. There's particular places where they kind of reservoir. The Getty. Uh, the Getty's the a great Getty? place to oh, see yeah, chicks. That's true, that's uh, I, I, you, you go in there, you're viewing the art, but you're kind of looking left sometimes, looking right at the people that view the art. There's some beautiful women there. There's also Santa Monica Promenade, but I, I, don't, I don't know. I think that's a little bit for your more main, mainstream You can taste. see them when you're driving on the 405. I mean, they're everywhere. I like the Armenian girls in per East capita, Hollywood. Yeah. There's 20 girls to every guy here. <laughs> they're all trying to be movie stars, which is the dark side. The dark side of the dream. But uh, number five. Number, <laughs> number five. five, the neighborhoods all have a personal style. Always something to like in every different neighborhood in Los Angeles. You can find something great in 
what do I got? Oh, you got the British people in Santa Monica. Well, you got the you got the great arts art scene in Eagle Rock. Uh, the Mid Wilshire area. The we're living in the Mid Wilshire area currently. Right now, currently, uh, moving from Hollywood. I kind of miss Hollywood. I kind of miss it. Well, I, I remember the feeling when I walked out. I, I thought I was going to get mugged from corners. That kind of tightness in the chest. It stays yeah. with you, and I kind of miss it. It was a developing neighborhood. Really good people in East Hollywood. And right uh, over there in Thai Town. We were we were so close to where uh, Charles Bukowski lived. Right, I mean, right. uh, that place was such a. Uh, had such a feel for it. He'd write about those corners that we'd go to every day. I mean, Bukowski was I, all I over I even like the Sea Dogs in, in Long Beach. The Sea Dogs If you, go, if you go to the bars, it reminds me of Green Bay, Wisconsin, man. You go in those bars, they're We had a really good time in Long Beach. Like, really good times. Good pizza place in Long Beach. What's it on? It's on uh, Pacific Highway 1. One of the old ones, yeah. Anyway, they do a lot of filming there. Um, a shout out four, to Long Beach Number people. four, which is sort of connected, I guess, with the neighborhoods. Diversity. That goes hand in hand with neighborhoods. You come to meet people here. You see lifestyles that you'd otherwise have never would have never been exposed. That's really to. that's really what I love about LA, and I really that's what I'm loving about meeting all these podcasters. I mean, these are guys from all different walks of life. I mean, and, and, you, and you, they all got the awesome stories. Most of these people are doing it for for fun. They're they're kind of putting their lives out there, and I mean, and I think that's there's something kind of noble about that, and I enjoy uh, meeting people on that level because I sort of, on a weird way, you kind of know them. You could, if they do a daily podcast, especially, you can track the days up until they've been here, and you know what they did last night. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we notice we have stepped outside of the entertainment jobs. When we were doing the entertainment jobs, we were like, "Hey, you're like, my name is Matt. I'm from uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. <laughs> or my name is Bill. I'm from Michigan." You, you tended. We found a lot of people that were like us a lot in of the people, entertainment industry. A lot, a lot of people coming from, from Wisconsin, yeah. Michigan, all that stuff. Uh, but now that we've stepped out of kind of the art jobs or, or just we're doing our more day jobs now, we've found some really incredible people. Like my girlfriend is uh, Ethiopian, and I've learned so much from her. I'm learning the Amharic language, which Amharic, I wanted to demonstrate you, for you. Uh, Amharic, are you pronouncing that correctly? Yeah. The Amharic language. It's, it's root, what's really interesting is its root language is uh, angelic script, the Enochian language. I wanted to say Iwadashalo to the podcast expos. That means did I you, love you all. You, I've had experiences that I've never had anywhere. Let's else. move on. We're, we're moving on here. Number three, climate. Love it. Love it or hate it. Love it or hate it, people. The uh, climate people come is out there. here for this kind of nice weather. I, I'm getting kind of sick of it. I'm sorry. I'm getting kind what, of sick. What sick of what? Sick of sick of just the same day, same day over yeah, and over. I enjoy the rain. I enjoy the rain. Well, it, it it changes it up. I like this weather right now as we go into winter a little bit. I don't know. There's just it's nice to have a nice 70 degree sunny day, but uh, when every day is like that, you forget what day it is. Everything's so open think, all the time. The, yeah, the, the diversity is, is, is key, and a, a little bit of rain is... Uh, man, this whole top nine is about diversity for some reason. The, the top nine has to be about that. That's L.A. Number two, needful things. You can get everything you'd ever want to have I'm going to go cruise uh, the other podcast uh, booths, and I might buy something very expensive, yeah. and I need you to cover rent next month, okay? Because <laughs> it's beautiful. they got some beautiful merchandise just over there. You have access to almost every material good in the whole world in L.A. You do not have to worry about mail order anymore when you live in Los Angeles. Let's just go into a for instance here. All right? You need an iPod Nano the day it comes out. It's out there the day before it should be out. You need a limited edition blue vinyl cure 12-inch that was pressed incorrectly at one plant in Manchester, England. You can find it. You need Double Fantasy signed by John Lennon, Yoko Ono, and God. You can get it here it's in L.A. There. You can find it for a heavy enough price. You know, that's an underrated record, Double Fantasy. You like, I like Double Fantasy, too. Great cover. It's sort of, sort of sad. Like, it's almost like he was on the upswing right before he got shot. Yeah. You know, Yoko said he was going to get into to hip-hop. 
You know what? That's funny that we're talking about Beatles just briefly. Uh, I'm kind of tired, a little fatigued in the face because I was up all night watching I Am Sam. And that's a you Beatles song. I watched I Am Sam with my girlfriend. It's a kind of a chick movie, but it kind of depressed both of us. It, well, there's like Beatles covers on that whole thing, right? The whole soundtrack is Beatles. But, uh, okay, number one. Number one, it ain't the Midwest. It ain't, it ain't where we've been. It, it, it's new locale, new climate, new diversity. Hey, and it's exposure to something that you just don't experience, and you need it for your own personal well-being. You need to push yourself. You need to challenge yourself. You need to make sure that, you, that you've seen that. We're and working you know, dead-end jobs. We were it's just endless days, endless hours. And one day I was just like, let's go. Let's do it. What are we I was, afraid of? I was ready to eat my own arm off over there in, in yeah. Midwest. I was ready just, just to change it up. And we saved, we saved that, thank you. Because you got a beautiful arm, okay? What is your favorite band from Los Angeles? Uh, I would say uh, Motley Crue. No, uh, Metallica. <laughs> no, uh, Metallica, they, they Metallica is here. a Bay Area, dude. What about um, X? X? X, definitely. That's the one. X is the number one. Number one. Definitely. Come on. The door, the doors, doors is, it's tough to... to uh, to disregard the legacy of the Doors on every LA band, and I think Guns N' Roses like kind of came over in the '80s and was like, you know, we're the new like mainstream rock band of the new age. But I would say X. Let's talk brief, just a real brief thing of what we were gonna do at the LA podcast booth. Oh, oh, oh the, yeah, because of the size what, limitations. What could have been? What could have been? We're we gonna were gonna have a, a whole setup. Go ahead. We were both going to wear karate geese, and uh, we were gonna have. Headbands that said "Hear me" on them. Yeah, we're gonna have. Hear and me we were gonna get a. Pod. We were gonna get a board, and we were gonna stencil Harrison Ford's face on it and, and dub it Harrison Board. A little film. And Nathan was going to kick it. I was while break I podcasted back here, and then we were gonna videotape it simultaneously with the Learn Out Loud boys. It didn't work out because Nathan got cold feet about the board. He didn't well, think he could break I, it. I, I I did think we needed some prep time. I we mean, needed to I score go up it here heavily. and break my uh, break my ankle here. I don't want to. So for maybe for for uh, Expo Two. Expo 2, we're going to have we'll, to break We'll the actually bring some ice in, too. And we'll have a clever it. name for the ice, right? So that, that's what could have been. Maybe we should just... Five more minutes, come on. Tell me what you've been doing for the last three days, because I need well, to catch up. Well, I told you I watched I Am Sam last night. I'm going to use this venue to just, and, uh, just catch up with you. Dakota Fanning was excellent in that movie. Uh, Dakota better Fanning than Sean early Penn. role, right. Early role. What is she? Like, the A-list star? She's up there with Julia Roberts now. She's three What do you think old. of Sean Penn, man? Really? Like, what do you think of him as an, a person? Overrated. Overrated? Gary Oldman, overrated? No, not at all. Underrated, never used, poorly I, used. Totally I have one misused. friend that just can't stand Gary Oldman. I, I, I like him personally. It, and that's the only movie you've seen? That's the only movie you've seen in the last... I Am Sam? You're, you're shitting me. That's the only movie you've seen in the last... Well, let me think. We're working on a feature script together. Right. And it's going to be kind of in the vein of those old Hammer horror films. Well, it takes from Hammer and it takes from a very, uh, a very particular era in British... Or European horror history, right in the 70s, 72 to 75. And there's a film called The Legend of a Hell House that has been the biggest single influence on me. Roddy McDowell. Yeah. It's got Roddy McDowell. It's a throwaway film, and it's actually very, very severely flawed in the third act. A lot of movies that came out after The Haunting, The Fearless Vampire Hunters by Polanski. Oh, Fearless Vampires. And and, uh, and, uh, a lot of of people haven't seen that movie out of Polanski's catalog. I don't know. I know, and Sharon Tate's gorgeous in that film. It's too bad. That's where they met. So I want to finish by saying Iwata Shalo, Iwata Halo uh, to everybody. That is Amharic. That's the Ethiopian language. I'm learning that. And that's Hear Me Now, brother. Thank that's you. Hear Me Now, brother. Thanks, everybody. We're very, we're very new, and uh, we've only got three shows and one video cast. Two, another one to come, so.
So that was that. I don't know what it did for us. I don't know if it got us any new listeners. It may have even... So we did that live in front of God knows how many people. I think it was about a handful, about five total. At, at one point, I looked up, and there was this this older man, maybe 50-ish, 50, 55, and he, he was laughing, dude. Did he Did he go like, I'm a listener, I'm he, a listener. He had his, he had his, <laughs> no, he didn't come up, but no, he walked away immediately after he's finished. But he was just standing there with his arms crossed, smiling, and just nodding and laughing. Like, I, I, I thought like, that was like, so surreal. Yeah. Like, these guys have got it figured out. Ah, there was a lot of just weird was things he, like was that. Was it kind of a knowing kind of nod? Like, these guys... I'm gonna have to check him out. He was what like, was it? What are you saying there, non-verbally? I'm gonna go subscribe. No, he was he was getting into it. He was just laughing. We were All talking right. about the chicks part, and uh, all right. Know. Well, that that was a recording that we did, as I said, uh, on November 11th, 10:30 a.m. Pacific time, at the Portable Media Expo, and I want at to at the thank, LA Podcaster booth. Well, at the LA Podcaster booth, which became a real big booth, from mm-hmm. what I heard. It was before. the Orange County guys, and then it was us. The podcast pickle guys were doing doing gangbusters too. Yeah. So, yeah, in coinciding with this recording, we'll have the pictures of us in front of that uh, LA, wonderful LA banner. And we'll put pictures up on the blog and have uh, kind of something coinciding with our uh, live expo event. Good. Well, I just want to close this out by thanking Lance Anderson of Verge of the Fringe, Cush uh, from CushRocks.com. Uh, He's got a podcast, I heard. They were all you very. All the they, they opened all the doors yeah, for us. Dr. Dan Class from Bitter's Pill. The LA podcasters who who trace Hefe's, um, uh, nerd blurb. But definitely, we had a lot of supporters that day, and so, uh, so we were the newbies, and we uh, we we took care of business. So I hope you enjoyed that. That was just an artifact in time. That's part of our Hear Me series that we'll have every so often. Bye now. <laughs>